to it for the open man. It's a three off. And it's a foul on Anthony Davis. And Anthony Contesting. Davis. This is Minnesota's first free throw attempt this half. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he got it. Oh, my goodness. Play it basketball. Who doesn't love a little play it basketball? In the corner, Prince for the tie. Nope. No. Rebound, Reeves leaping high. In a- the Lakers figure it out, and they win. Minnesota hot in the first half, cold in the second half, and somewhere after midnight on the eastern seaboard, your Los Angeles Lakers of Anaheim move on. Playing basketball, still trash. This is interesting to see today's sports podcast news narrative. Thanks, gambling. If you've been with me, you know. If you don't, thanks. And uh, comment on the YouTube video and get mad at me. I don't care. I don't look at them. Sometimes I do. Um, <sighs> playing basketball sucks. It sucks. It sucks. But now LeBron will be... It, they have another game, right? Is it a home-and-home? Home? I don't understand how this works. And I don't... Don't explain it to me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have time. So the Hawks also lost, the Lakers lose, the Timberwolves lose, and now there are new playing games tonight, Bulls and Raptors, Thunder, Pelicans. If I understand correctly. So does this mean the the Lakers are eliminated? I think it must, right? Don't tell me, I don't care. Nope. It just for seeding? Now the Lakers move on. They are in the playoffs. The Timberwolves are, they are Dunsky. Yes, they, the Timberwolves have been eliminated. The Lakers move on. And the other game is for seeding, I guess. I don't know. This is stupid. This is the NBA. Try. They did this, remember? They created these games because Zion was going to miss the playoffs and he was going to be a star and they wanted Zion in the playoffs. And now it's to get LeBron in the playoffs. Another star for people to watch. The Lakers are not going to beat the Grizzlies. They suck ass. It's uh, whatever. So that's what happened. And they tried their best to screw it up. They were up by three. Anthony Davis fouled the three-point shooter from behind the, the basket in the corner. Wasn't going to make it. Fouled them. They go to overtime. In overtime, Minnesota had a look to tie it up. They end up losing by three or four or whatever. In overtime in the playing game, just these two teams, they suck. I uh, looked at some of the highlights. They, they, they suck at basketball. Oh, my goodness. Which is crazy. LeBron and Anthony Davis... I know LeBron's old, but whatever. It's controversial Wednesday, and I do have a couple things to get to. But first, the biggest controversy, I love using chess as a metaphor in sports because the purpose of chess is to kind of think the next step, right? When people say chess, not checkers, what they mean is you, you have to think ahead. Checkers, uh, chess players love checkers because it's fun. And also because you also have to think next step ahead. It's just finite. There aren't an infinite amount of possibilities. There are the way they are with chess. So when people say chestnut checkers, what they mean is think about the next steps. What's the best case scenario, right? That's what you're often looking for, this tunnel vision. You have to think about the worst case scenario. For example, on a Monday night in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia Phillies offer dollar hot dog night, which is hilarious because the billionaires can afford it. And this, why not do it every night to get people to go to the ball game? Nah, just one night in April. Why not make a hot dog, this gross gelatin bread meat, a dollar? Well, they do it one night as a promotion. All of these people, look at this line for these people. Look, look at how many people 
are in line to get a dollar hot dog in Philadelphia. Look at this line. If you can't watch it, you can watch on Spotify. You can watch on YouTube.com slash whatever my channel is. It's in the show notes. Look at those people. They're getting hot dogs. Look at the line. They went there for the game, which cost at least $20, maybe as much as $100 to get a free hot dog. They give them Wawa. It's not free. It's a dollar. But they didn't play chess because they are in Philly. And the Philadelphia Phillies are off to a rough start on the season. It took them, they were the last team to win a professional game. And uh, they have expectations for their team. They were the second best team in baseball at the end of the year last year. They took second to the Houston Astros. And on dollar hot dog night, the Phillies sucked. So how did this end up, do you think? Well, look at all of these people hucking their hot dogs at one another. The fighting Phils lose eight to four <laughs> on dollar hot dog night. Obviously, it's the most predictable thing of all time. Let's get into some controversial Wednesday. This woman, Alexandra Lankulescu, or Lankulescu, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is she Canadian? Is she French? I actually don't know. I think she's from Canada. She participated in speed skating in the 2018 Winter Olympics. And I also believe that I think she's a cyclist in the Summer Olympics. She's one of the very few, or she's attempting to be a cyclist in the Summer Olympics. She was trying to become one of the very few people ever to have appeared in both. However, However, it's an amateur situation, so she needs to pay for it. She started in OnlyFans, which has kind of sparked a lot of debate, and it's going to end up being just a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't think it's going to be, like, pornographic per se. I don't know. Her friend suggested it to her, and people are kind of split on this as a feminist situation, but she wants to go to the Olympics, and she posts, um, like, bikini pictures on her Instagram anyway, so now she's just charging for them. I suppose not a bad idea. I mean, the, the real thing is like Olympics. Uh, nobody watches those except for the Olympics. So paying to get there, these stars have to pay to get there. With the very few exception of people who are already famous um, who can make money to get there, somebody's got to pay for that. And in countries like America, it's totally fine because we have all this money and all these associations. Wrexham Football Club, they are atop the standings. The Wrexham Football Club is the team that's owned by Rob McElhinney and Ryan Reynolds, who's a billionaire, which is crazy. So it's entirely possible now that they are getting, they're getting closer and closer. All you need is some money. You get a little money in, in professional football, professional sports, little interest. People start paying attention. You start winning. They're sponsored by TikTok, which it's crazy that TikTok needs sponsorships to me. It's super addicting. That's not a controversy. It's just cool. Let's get into some controversy concussions in the NFL and professional and collegiate football. So Philip Adams is suing the family of Philip Adams is suing South Carolina state university. Now who is Philip Adams? Philip Adams had a cup of coffee in the NFL after playing college ball at South Carolina state. He had a cup of coffee in the NFL playing at South Carolina state, which I believe South Carolina state is an HBC historically black college. I can't, I don't quite remember. He was picked in the seventh round um, San Francisco, Patriots, Oakland, Seattle, New York, Atlanta. Um, it's believed that he suffered from CTE, which is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. 
on April 8th, 2021, he took some people hostage in a standoff with police. He killed six people, I believe most of which were his family and also himself. Now his family is suing South Carolina State for not warning him of the dangers of CTE. Now, this is after, so if he was in the NFL, I believe if he was born in 1990 or 1988, that means that he would have been, what, 2010? So this is like right toward the end of litigation and uh, breakthrough understanding of, of the concussion thing in the NFL. It's right around there. So that means he's in South Carolina State between, what, 2006-ish to 2010? So it would have been known, but not super well publicized. So the family is alleging that he should have been warned by the school that this kind of thing could happen to his brain. Now, the reason that this is controversial to me is that this would be, I think that, I think this is going to get thrown out. I don't think that anything's going to come of this because I don't know that South Carolina state had that information. It's not the same thing as Alabama. And even if it were, they would have to prove that they had the information in 2006. I don't know that people were as well abreast of this kind of thing. I just don't think there's any way. The Aaron Hernandez thing wouldn't happen for a couple of years. He would have been a freshman in school. But the precedent here is wild. If a lawyer is willing to do it, that doesn't mean much. Lawyers are willing to take money from family members all the time. But if it gets to a second step, as this moves forward and forward and forward, players that played in 2012, 15, 16, 18, if they start filing lawsuits, this could start to become a thing. And all it takes is one judge to agree to hear it. And once one judge hears it, then it goes to trial or whatever. We're going to get a precedent where potentially the NFL colleges are going to become liable for violent acts after a career. And I'll be honest, I don't think that's going to happen. We just don't know enough about the brain for that to be the case. But we do know, we do know that the, what can happen with CTE. And I think that we're, we're, this is, if this is where, if the NFL ends, It'll be because of money, and it'll be because they can't take on the liability of being sued for people who commit violent acts or self-harm or whatever after they leave the league. So to me, it's a wild situation to kind of pay attention to because I just don't think... But, man, anytime there's a lawsuit, you just don't know with lawsuits, man. It just take, it literally it takes one judge to not agree with you. It takes one judge to buy it. One more thing that's coming out of Philly, and we're going to pay more attention to this. I'm going to mention it now to, so that you understand that I'm on top of it, but we'll, we'll wait for it. Philadelphia Inquirer and some watchdog reporting out of the city of Philadelphia is kind of hinting at the fact that it appears as if a professional sports team in Philly is trying to buy the mayor. So this Inquirer front page says, are the Sixers secretly backing Jeff Brown for Philly mayor? And this makes a ton of sense. The Sixers are trying to build a monstrosity dome in downtown Philadelphia in a place right next to Chinatown that's historic and everybody, everybody that's associated with the city of Philadelphia hates the idea and they don't want it. But the Sixers are trying to push it through. Philly's got a great sports complex. It's like out of town a little bit. It's on an interstate intersection. So there's a north-south interstate. There's an east-west interstate. There's plenty of parking. It's amazing. They want it downtown to be whatever. And it would be great for concerts and stuff, but everybody hates it. They don't want it. So after the backlash from local community organizers, it appears as if the Sixers are trying to buy the mayor. I have no other further reporting. We can read the story, but I'm going to wait for a couple months to see how this plays out. 
Just something to pay attention to on a controversial Wednesday. Man, I gotta go to bed earlier. Goddamn Lakers. Watch the first half. Like, you know what? This is just so bad. I just, I just, I simply cannot finish this ballgame. I just cannot. More basketball coming up tonight. More teams that won't win shit, but they're going to play and try hard. The Thunder and the Pelicans. Zion Williamson, is he going to play? I don't think so. Bulls and Raptors, back and better than ever tomorrow.